Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Bible Blender Show, where we take an unbiased, interesting, and occasionally provocative deep dive into the Bible scriptures. As we delve into the scripture, I encourage you to have a copy of the Bible on hand so that you can follow along. Alternatively, you can visit BibleBlender.com for a complete translation of the Bible, along with detailed notes on today's lesson. I'm Brian Haddock, broadcasting from Dallas, Texas. Hope you enjoy the show. I guess it could go without saying that for our first episode, we're going to cover the creation of the world. Uh, this, this is Genesis 1 through 2, 3. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. This simple but profound statement explains that out of nothing, God created everything. And God created our world in six days. The, the, the first three days involved acts of separation, progressing from large acts of separation to smaller acts of uh, separating light from darkness, earth from the sky, and land from oceans and lakes. And it was during these first three days that the foundation of the world was created. On day four, the, the elements of the galaxy coalesced, forming the stars and other heavenly objects in the sky. And then during days five and six, life came into existence and, and God's grand plan for mankind began. As I said, on day one, God created light, saying, let there be light. He called the light day, and he called the dark night. And after creating the world, he filled it with water. On the second day, God separated the water and made the earth and the sky. On the third day, God rearranged the waters on earth just to create lakes and, and rivers and dry earth. He created plants and trees on dry earth designed so that they would propagate using fruit and seed. And on that day, God reaffirmed what he created. In other words, it says he, God saw that it was good. And he reaffirmed that, that things were going as he planned. On the fourth day, uh, God took the light that he had created on the first day and he made stars, the sun, and the moon. He recognized that, that this would be used for illumination and that their cyclical nature would serve various functions. For the first time in Earth's history, there was night and day. On day five, Paralleling the acts of the second day, on the fifth day, God created fish and birds living in the lakes and rivers. He gave each kind of fish and bird the ability to procreate it. And again, God reviewed his work and he was pleased with the results. On the sixth day, God created animals, including a very special animal, the human being, that he made in his image specifically for the purpose of, of ruling over everything that he had created. As with the plants, the, the fish, and the birds, he designed each animal with the ability to procreate. He pointed out that his creations had the ability to consume plants for food and thus formed the circle of life. And as we all know, on, on the seventh day, God completed his work and he rested. He blessed that day as a celebration of his work. So what does this story mean to us today? The creation story sets the stage for the entire Bible excursion. Every story has a beginning, and Genesis sets the stage for our journey by pointing out that God created everything in our world and that he did so in an orderly and purposeful manner. This story demonstrates the immense power of God, something that we sometimes tend to underestimate. Uh, 
Additional thoughts and considerations. There are several important points of interest in the creation verses. Firstly, on day five, God created animals. The Bible says that, that after creating the animals, he blessed them. This is the first time God blessed any of the things that he created. Now, later he would bless Adam and Eve too, but it's useful to note that God only blessed animals and people, both of which are life forms that procreate. Secondly, the, the verse, let us make man in our image, bears the question, who is the us that is referred to? Now, many theologians believe that, that the reference to us is referring to God and his angels, but others believe it refers to a, a three-tone entity comprised of God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. All we know for certain is that the original language used a plural form with referencing God. For what reason? We don't quite know. Interestingly, the creation story specifically mentions God providing food to man in the form of seed-bearing plants. Now, it wasn't until the, the Great Flood that the Bible specifically sanctioned eating meat, which interestingly presupposes that, that, that early man may have been vegetarians. Uh, the science and the science and the history behind the story of Adam and Eve. Let's start with the Big Bang theory. Um, one on day one, God said, "Let there be light." Now you may wonder about the difference in the light mentioned here and the creation of the star, sun, and the moon that followed on day four. Now you got to remember that that light is energy. Scientists propose as theory that a, that a Big Bang occurred when the universe was created and that the universe began with a large, hot explosion. This Big Bang theory event most certainly began with what? A huge flash of light. This is further supported in verse 13, which specifically points out that day four was the first day to witness morning and evening. Next, let's dig into the creation controversy, the chance law versus intelligent design debate. No section of the Bible sparks as much controversy as the creation chapters. And there's two fundamentally different possibilities for, for human origin. There, there's blind natural process or what's called chance law or a purposeful intelligent design, which we as Christians call the creation. Chance law proposes that, that humans arose through random mutations that, that were preserved through natural selection. In other words, only the strongest survived. Darwin proposed and became famous for that theory. And as an example, if a tree has high-hanging fruit that is difficult for monkeys to reach, a long-armed monkey will fare better and hence have a better chance of survival than a short-armed monkey. Hence, long-armed monkeys will propagate while short-armed monkeys will die out. That, that's the basic premise behind Darwin's theory of evolution. On the other hand, intelligent design theory postulates that, that humans originated due to the, to the intentional arrangement of their matter, including the DNA-based genetic code, uh, by some sort of intelligent agent. Many scientists today feel that, that our DNA structure 
could not have developed by chance. It, it's just much too complicated with, with too many structural possibilities to have been formed by ma- random mutations, no matter how much time was allowed for those mutations to occur. Statistically, scientists believe that it's mathematically impossible for humans to have randomly formed on their own. Some sort of intelligent design was required. Still, several religions do not believe in a, in a literal translation of the creation chapters and accept evolution as a viable explanation for the creation of man and it doesn't, that doesn't concentrate what was written in Genesis. They accept that scientific theoretical explanations and, and they point out that, that they don't necessarily fall out of line with Christian beliefs. For instance, some note that the Bible says specifically, let the land produce living creatures, which could be a reference to the evolution of of fish and birds into land-based creatures. Uh, The second bit of potential controversy here lies in the timing of the creation events. Some argue that that the timing and elapsed time of the creation as, as calculated by biblical scholars and scientists differ and furthers the controversy and disagreement between science and theologians. Some Bible scholars believe that the days mentioned in the Bible are indeed 24-hour days, while other scholars posit that the days could encompass any length of time, especially the first few days of the creation story, during which time there, there was no sun and moon to, to differentiate a 24-hour cycle, and that days are simply a means to communicate six undefined segments of time. As such, some scientists propose that, that the world is much older than Genesis dictates. Finally, it's important to point out that the very first Hebrew word in the Bible is Bereshith, which, which is typically translated as in the beginning. Now, there are two possible translations for this phrase. One, a specific absolute beginning of all time. Or two, a more non-specific general beginning of time. Given that, the timing of, of mankind's beginning, it's, it's unknowable. Overall, the, the difference in opinion is a fundamental difference in a point of view. The, the difference in, in scientific theory seeking hard proof to validate those theories and Christian faith. In the end, it, it really does not matter. As scientific theory advances, it'll fall into line with Christian beliefs, and it'll continue to evolve and advance, and, and most likely will do that until the end of time. If you would like more information about today's show, including detail, pictures, video, in-article links to word definitions, reference verses, and more, visit BibleBlender.com. And remember to send any questions or comments about this show or anything you'd like me to cover on upcoming shows to feedback at BibleBlender.com. For an introduction to BibleBlender and its purpose and stance on the biblical text, check out our introductory episode or visit the About page on BibleBlender.com. Until next time, stay safe, be happy, and continue studying and living by the Word of God.